the second you finally feel like you figured out your little one's schedule, they change it. One of the truest motherhood truths that there are, right? Like it is so hard. It happens every single time we start to figure it out. And especially when you're trying to be consistent with things like working out and sleeping and eating well and other habits that just make you feel more like you, it can be really frustrating. So what I want to do in this episode is give you three simple things that you can do so that what feels like constant change doesn't throw you off your consistency game because that's what we're all about. We know that consistency creates confidence and creates change. That literally is the only formula. You can't do something twice and expect for you to get results. You just can't. You have to be consistent and we know that. So we're going to focus on that today, how to stay consistent when things are constantly changing with your schedule. That way you can stay on track with what you're working towards in your journey. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Before we get into this, I have super exciting news. My whole heart in doing this podcast, and I know you know this, but it's to dive deeper into topics because to be honest, social media is just like a shallow scratch of the surface on, and and I just want to go deeper on these things and give you what you actually need with things like mindset and habits on this postpartum journey. And while I, I do still for now love sharing on social media, I did want a solid way off of social media to connect with and pour into you. So aside from this podcast where I get to be in your ears and encourage you and equip you, I also started a brand new free text list. So once a week, you will literally get a dose of tough love via text. I'm just going to shoot you a little text, a little tough love from me personally. So if you want to get that that tough love on a weekly basis, just a little spurt of encouragement to keep you going, to keep you motivated, to keep you just working towards what you're working towards and get it at the right time exactly when you need it. I want you to text tough love, two words, to 205-809-7300. It'll just be a quick hit of encouragement and dare I say motivation (laughs) to pick you back up and keep you going. And 
motherhood can just get really lonely sometimes. So when I shoot you those words of encouragement, I just wanted to light a little fire under your butt to keep you on the path to where you're going and remind you that you're not alone in the struggle that you're facing. So all you got to do is text tough love. That's two words, two separate words, tough love to 205-809-7300. Okay. Can't wait to chat. Okay. Time to dive into the constantly changing schedules. They frustrated me so much that first year with both of my boys. No joke. I'm pretty sure I've I've said this before, but I'm pretty sure I've worked out every single time of day possible. I mean, 4am, 2pm, 7pm, 9am, 6am. I mean, every single time slot that you could possibly, you know, logically work out during the day, I probably started a workout at that time of day that first year with both of my boys, because it literally felt like the second I figured out their routine, they would change it. And especially those first 12 months. I mean, if you're within a year postpartum, just know that you are not alone in that. And it is, it is draining. It totally is. And it it's difficult to navigate that because you're constantly pivoting and having to make decisions in the moment of when you're going to do what, and that's exhausting. So just know that it's very common And it is really tough, but you're growing through that when you solve problems as you're navigating that. So I just want to equip you a little bit more today so you can solve those problems a little bit easier. And to be totally honest, until they were toddlers and both of my boys down to one nap, it kept changing and it kept feeling like everything was getting just upheaved. And my boys are 20 months apart. So basically from September 2018 to fall 2021, so like three straight years, I was in a constant state of schedule upheaval. I mean, constant because my firstborn was 20 months old when my second was born. So I went from he had just switched to one nap (laughs) to having a newborn and my second son literally just a few months ago switched to one nap a day. So basically three straight years of nonstop schedule changes yet my consistency thrived and I sustainably lost weight postpartum, 80 pounds my first year postpartum and 70 the second time. I felt like I had it fairly together most of the time. So I'm speaking from a place of experience in this, not from this high horse of why can't you just figure it out? Cause you can, and I'm going to equip you with that today. But to be honest, in the moment, I wasn't like, okay, here's my game plan. It's going to be this and this, and I'm going to do that. And this is how I'm going to navigate it. I mean, (laughs) I was not that strategic about it. It was basically trial by fire. I was learning moment by moment, day by day, how to navigate these constantly changing schedules because I didn't know it was coming. So I was in the thick of it and just trying to figure it out. And I feel like I did a pretty good job uh, figuring it out, how to navigate it while still being consistent. And reflecting back on basically three years of trial by fire, learning how to navigate this and staying consistent amidst all those changes, these are the things that stood out that helped me the most. The first was changing my thinking from schedule to routine. So a schedule is set by time limits, time stamps, and it's totally doable before kids. I mean, things like time blocking or chunking your day into certain windows where you're doing certain things and scheduling times for certain things you got to do like laundry and cleaning and any work that you do. If you work from home, whatever it is, time blocking, all of that is phenomenal before you have kids. 
But once they're in the picture, you kind of got to throw it out the window. In my opinion, (laughs) I think it's trash. I don't think it's doable when you have kids when they're like really little and their schedule is constantly changing. It's just not as feasible until they get into a consistent, predictable routine. And for both my boys, their routines were not very predictable the first year. So instead of thinking of your life in a schedule, I want you to shift into routine-based thinking. Um, A routine is just a step-by-step process, pretty much. So for example, think of your little one's bedtime routine. Ours, in our household, it's eat dinner, clean up toys, take a bath some nights, take a bath, brush teeth, pajamas, read, pray, go to bed. Sounds kind of long, but it's like a maybe one-hour process, dinner, clean up, bath, brush teeth, PJs, read, pray, bed. Okay, that's like my boy's bedtime routine. It always has been, but it's a step-by-step process. We just go through that order. It's predictable. They know what to expect, but there's no timestamps on it. We might start at six. We might start at seven. We might start at five. I mean, our boys do go to bed within like an hour window. We're not talking about bedtime stuff here, but you get the picture. It's a step-by-step process that happens around the same time of day. So what is the process? What is the routine of your day? What is the order that you guys take things on from wake up to sleep? There's likely some sort of pattern. And if there's not, I want you to figure out a rough draft of one of your days and start making some, putting some repetitiveness, letting that happen because as humans, and as much as you're like, no, I'm spontaneous, I'm going to bucket this. That's, that's how my husband is. He's much more spontaneous. I'm much more structured. So he kind of bucks at this, but it is human nature to thrive in structure. We do crave structure. We do not do well in chaos. We do not do well in unpredictability overall. I'm not saying spontaneity is bad. I'm just saying like as humans, we do crave some structure. So figure out what your routine is, aka that step-by-step of your day, whatever routine is pretty much common for you. And it can be very broad and very generic and just stick to that until it needs to change, until it needs to shift a little bit. And that means You're not working out at 100 different times of day every other day. You're not working out at 9 a.m. one day and 2 p.m. the next day and 4 a.m. the next day and 9 p.m. the next day. You're a fairly consistent time of day. It's like, okay, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have to do it early in the morning, maybe because you have to leave the house at a certain time, but then Tuesdays and Thursdays, you can do it mid-afternoon. Okay, that's your routine. Let's stick to it. Let's make it consistent. And what that does when you say, okay, because I mean, our Tuesdays and Thursdays are different than our Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. They just are for our, for my kids, for myself. And so I treat them differently, but they are predictable. We're like, okay, it's Tuesday. This is what we're doing. Okay. It's Wednesday. This is what we're doing. Cause we have appointments that are recurring and I've got work stuff on certain days. So we do have variety day today, but there is a flow to every single day. And then Each individual day has its own kind of flow or routine as well. So figure out what that is for you. Just kind of lay it out. And what that does is when you stick to it, it becomes predictable, not only for you. So you know what is coming when, but it also becomes predictable for your kids and kids and babies really, really, really thrive with structure and routine. I mean, they crave it more than I think we realize we, (laughs) they struggle a lot. Behavior issues can come up. I'm not an expert in this, but when kids aren't given structure, there's a lot more issues, point blank. So figure out what that routine is for you guys 
and just drop the timestamps. Don't try to schedule in specific things and get all stressed out when it doesn't start at a certain time and just start focusing on routine instead. So get your mindset out of the schedule mindset of, oh man, I didn't get my workout started at 10 a.m. Like I'm a failure. No, like mid-morning is your workout time. Great. Start it whenever you're going to start it. Just stick to that mid-morning. Okay. No schedule mindset thinking anymore. I want you to start thinking in routine. And if you're freaking out a little bit about like, well, I do have certain things at certain times I need to stay committed to. We're going to talk about that. Don't worry. (laughs) Don't be stressed out. The second thing, it's my third point. So we'll get there. Promise. The second thing that helped me really navigate this well and stay consistent was planning in what I wanted to be consistent with. So I just want you to plan in what you want to be consistent with. You have to plan it in or it will not happen. Okay. Um, This comes more naturally for me because I love myself a good planner. I use the Plum Paper Planner and Google Calendar because we can all access Google Calendar on our phones. And so it's just an easy way to like collaborate our schedules. But Plum Paper is the physical one that I use where I write everything in. Um, you can get a discount on it if you fill out the, there's like a link below for it. And I think you get like 10% off, something like that. So it's great. It's customizable. I love it. But looking back, I realized how huge of a role planning in what I wanted to be consistent with, how huge of a role that played for me when it came to consistency with working out nutrition and still prioritizing the other areas of my life. Like, you know how sometimes, okay, when you start new habits with like working out more consistently and you want to start cleaning up your nutrition, it feels like this extra load that you have to carry this. And it it will for a little while feel like you have to put more effort into doing it, but it shouldn't feel like an extra item on your to-do list forever. And if you're not planning it in, it's going to feel that way. So you don't have to rely on timestamps time for these habits, okay? In a lot of situations, you do need set times, appointments, church, whatever else. Um, if you work, you might need to do your workout at a certain time. So plan those in, like do pencil in specific times if you have things at specific times. But once you do that, once you're like, okay, I have to be at work. Maybe you work outside the home from eight to three, or maybe like I had a coffee thing on Monday at 930. So I had to be there. I put 930 on my calendar. But when I do that, when I put those things in place and then look at my week, it's so much easier. (laughs) It's so much easier to see where I can fit everything else. Naps, like I can see where the naps are going to work out. Okay. I might need to start nap time a little earlier one day because I've got a call at a certain time. You can see when you can cook a meal at home or when you might need to prep it ahead of time because you might be super busy that night, right? And then you're not going through the drive-thru. You can see when you're going to have to be driving and how much time you're going to have to factor in for commuting, um, when you can run errands and guess what else you can fit in when you can see where it can fit in a workout. Okay. Not only can you plan in which part of the day that you can take that on. So that's like part one is saying, okay, when can I take this on? When can I meal prep? When can I go run some errands? When can I work out? When can I spend some time journaling or taking a nap? Like whatever it is you need for yourself. When you plan your week out, you can find those gaps of time because they're there. Promise me, unless you watch eight hours of Netflix a day, which I pray to God you aren't because that is not good for you. Okay. But once you do that, you can see when they'll fit in. But the other part of this is that you can also plan in what you'll be doing. And this is more specific to working out. 
Um, and a sub point to this is to have something simple to follow instead of having like workout wise, instead of having to decide each day what you're going to do for your workout, because you're every single time you make a decision, every single time you are expending decision energy. And so if you're having to decide, okay, now's a good time for me to work out. And you like decide that in the moment. And then you also have to decide what you're going to do to work out. And then like put on top of that, you got to decide what you're going to wear for your workout. That's three things you're spending decision energy on and at one time. And all three of those can be knocked out by planning ahead, deciding ahead of time when you're going to fit your workout in, deciding ahead of time what workout you're going to do and laying your clothes out. Boom. You're not spending any decision energy. And you know what that does is later in the day, you know, a lot of times, like (laughs) I'm not calling you out because I think a lot of us fall victim to this, but like mid afternoon and then after dinner are very weak points for women when it comes to food, because we're kind of exhausted. We're kind of spent. And guess what we're spent? Our decision energy is spent because we make decisions all day for not just ourselves, but everyone else. And so take that decision energy use out of the equation earlier in the day by making these decisions ahead of time when you plan. Does this, is this making sense? I hope it's making sense. (laughs) Put your hands up in the air if it is right now. Okay. Because this should be freeing you. This should be making it. It's going to (sighs) like, when you get better and more consistent in one area, one area, like planning your week, this is how it spills over into all the other areas. Are you starting to see that? It's life-changing. It is life-changing. So start doing it. (laughs) I wish I could just shake you and be like, start doing it. It really will free you. So stop expending that decision energy multiple times by deciding what you're going to do and when you're going to do it and lay your clothes out. (laughs) Bonus tip there. Literally just find some simple workout plans that you can follow. If you don't have any and you're like, I need one, I just want to do what you did because clearly they work. Just scroll down while you're listening to the show notes And there's a link that will take you to a page that will give you information and everything you need to know about the workouts and the programs that I used to lose a combined 150 pounds over the course of two, about like 26 months of postpartum journeying. Um, But again, keeping that decision energy reserved for more important things is key. So plan your days and your weeks, plan which workouts you're going to do on which days and estimate, you don't have to give a specific time. Remember, drop the timestamps, but estimate what time of day they'll fit in. Boom. Okay. I could just stop here, <laughs> but I'm going to give you one more point that I reflecting back, I realized really helped me. Um, and this is the most important in my opinion, because it can stop you in your tracks. If you do not deal with this, stop feeling guilty. There's two causes of feeling guilty when it comes to the constantly changing schedule and making time for yourself to work out and take care of your physical body. There's two causes of this, this feeling of guilt, taking time for yourself and not being perfect. So we're going to address both of these real quick. Let's talk about feeling guilty for taking time for yourself. So we've talked about this before, but I'm pretty sure I'll be saying it until the day I die because mom guilt is real and ever present. And it's a battle that we face, but we're Taking care of yourself, like you need to know this, taking care of yourself physically is not selfish. It is not. It is not. You're probably making way bigger of a deal about how it's affecting other people in your life than they're thinking it even is. I don't even know if they're thinking about it. You're probably making a way bigger deal in your head about it than it really is. So communicate what you want to do. 
Tell them how you feel. Tell them that you feel guilty about taking time for yourself. I know it feels so silly to say that out loud, but when you do, you realize how silly it sounds. (laughs) So tell someone, tell them why it's important to you. I mean, this is a conversation. If you're feeling guilty about the time, because it's going to affect your husband or kids, talk to them. Those are the people you need to talk to, to about this. Okay. Tell them why it's important to you that you want, tell them why you want to do this. And I bet, I bet you'll be surprised at how excited the loved ones in your life are about this because they know it's going to be good for you mentally, emotionally, physically, in all the ways and in your confidence. Cause they see you a way you probably don't see yourself. And so they're going to be excited for you in this. So communicate that and drop the guilt when it comes to taking time for yourself. Capiche? Capiche. Okay. Now let's talk about feeling guilty for not being perfect. Well, constantly changing schedules and having to figure it out on the fly, trial by fire, guess what? Perfection ain't gonna happen. And guess what? It never is. (laughs) Just, you know, reality check here. We cannot be perfect. Episode two was, and still is, a hit with most people. It's about letting go of expectations. So go listen. If you missed that, I linked it below in the show notes for you. So scroll down, click it, play it next or play it again. If you have, if you've already listened, but I want you to think of it this way. Like let's, let's give you an example here. So this is more tangible about letting go of perfection. I'm guessing that you've allowed your expectations to wane in certain areas since becoming a mom. I, I totally, I totally did wardrobe, doing your hair, washing your hair, showering, (laughs) I'm just ad-libbing these right now, makeup, like how often you do that, how clean your house is, right? Okay. If you can let go of perfection in those areas or like the expectation you used to hold yourself to, can you just let that carry over please into this area of your life with your workouts? And maybe, maybe I'm just having a moment here. Maybe we're thinking we need to be perfect with our, our fitness and our nutrition because we, we think we believe this lie maybe from past experiences or what we see on social media or something, but we believe this lie that perfection is the only way to get results, which is totally not true. It is a lie. That is not true. It is false on all the ways. All we need is consistency and intention in the right things at the right time. That is what leads to results. Okay. So if you can let go of perfection in all those other areas, just let that carry over into your journey too. Okay. Just let go of perfection. It is not sustainable. It is not doable. And to be totally honest, it's not needed to get results. I was not perfect. I mean, I guess I should say this more often. Those uh, 26-ish months, it took me to lose a combined 150 pounds. I was not perfect once, I don't think. I mean, I did 75 hard during the latter portion of my second postpartum journey. And that did help me lose the last like 10 pounds. But 10 out of 150 pounds that I lost over that course of time, um, that's not all of it. And guess what? The other 140 pounds that I lost, I was not perfect. (laughs) I was not. I probably ate like, you know how there's like the 80-20 rule? People are like, yeah, eat balanced, 80-20. If we're talking percentages and I was like guesstimating an average, I think I was probably 70-30 most of the time. My workouts, there were so many times I've used... There were times instead of dumbbells, I would use um, the car seat with my child in it. I would use my child as a dumbbell. I would use water bottles. I used a basket of blankets once at my best friend's house when we were both pregnant and doing a prenatal workout. I wasn't trying to lose weight during that, but I'm just thinking like not perfect workouts examples. So many of them. And honestly, I don't feel good going into every workout. I don't feel 100% every single workout. So I just want to free you of that. 
You do not need to be perfect to get results. So stop letting that hold you back. Stop letting that get you down. Okay. It will only keep you stuck in your journey. So let go of the perfection. This is your, this is your permission slip to say, I don't need to be perfect. I need to remind myself of that more often. Perfection is not the standard. Stop setting that standard for yourself. It's not attainable. Okay. Okay. If you're feeling stuck in any of these areas, in any part of your journey, and no matter what you're trying, because sometimes we can go, okay, I'll, I'll do these things, but then you still feel stuck and you just can't figure out how to be consistent, how to navigate this roadblock that you're facing. And it's just leading you to feel like everything you're trying isn't working. And you just can't pinpoint what that one thing is that's keeping you stuck or throwing you off. And you're at the point where you're like, is it worth even trying anymore? I'm just so sick of this. Well, I want you to think about this. Picture yourself in a place where it no longer felt like you were trying to patch your journey together, but you were actually on top of your habits in your choices. You know, it didn't feel like life was happening to you. You felt in control of the choices you were making. Imagine if things like working out and eating well didn't feel like another thing on your to-do list, but they just fit seamlessly into your day and you were consistent with them. That's exactly why I created Weight Loss Kickstart Coaching, where I teach you which habit to start with. Just one. We're keeping it simple. So we can keep the weight loss sustainable and simple over time. We're going to uncover the one thing that you need to get consistent with first, because it is truly one thing at a time, mastering it, and then moving on. So we're just going to pick one and we're going to figure out what that one thing is for you because it's different for everyone. That way you can grow that consistency and confidence right now, because we know that those things are connected. Confidence and consistency are connected. Okay. And this includes figuring out if your this, this ever-changing schedule is the root issue and how we can approach that and get it just fixed, get it in a place where you feel on top of it and you feel like you're in control and staying consistent amidst the constant changes that your baby's taking you through right now. Okay. So all you need to do is head to bit.ly backslash weight loss, kickstart coaching. So bit.ly backslash weight loss, kickstart coaching, or you can head to the link below because I'll put it there too for you. I'm one of those people that just scrolls down and clicks it. I ain't trying to type it in. So go ahead and book one of those because <laughs> it's time for you to get consistent in the right habit right now. So you can build on that and finally start feeling confident and like you're on top of the day-to-day while you lose that weight, not when you get to that point that you want to be at, right? It can happen right now. Stop trying to figure this all out by yourself. I'm here to help, okay? Again, that's bit.ly, so B-I-T dot L-Y, backslash weight loss kickstart coaching. And I cannot wait to see you there. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the tough love mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me. So I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.